Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. I tell you, I think we have reached the end of what we started many, many, many episodes ago with what uh, were some questions that were asked of Jesus by four of his disciples while they were on the Mount of Olives. And they're asking, uh, when will these things occur? And what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? Okay, what will be the signs? And we've sort of answered those questions without overtly pointing them out. Okay, so I'm going to point them out a little bit today. Uh, when will these things occur? These things occur when the Most High God says these things occur. <laughs> Jesus gave us some examples. He warned us. He said, see to it that no one deceives you. Watch out. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars, but that's just the beginning of birth pangs. Okay, The end is not yet near. So he gave us some timing things related to stuff that will be happening. And then we saw that uh, with the breaking of the sixth seal, remember the seven seals that sealed up this document, this scroll, with well, the breaking of the sixth seal in Revelation 6, we saw that there were signs within the heavenlies. The sun, moon, and stars go dark. And I believe that is the sign of the coming again of the Lord, of the glory of the coming of the Lord. Uh, Luke 21, which is a parallel passage to Matthew 24, uh, tells us that when we see that, to lift up our head, our redemption draweth nigh. And so that is usually the point in time when people are talking about the return of the Lord. Though the return of the Lord it's just when he comes the second time, it's like he did the first time. There's a process involved with it. Uh, the, the correct term is actually parousia, uh, the presence of the Lord, his coming and power and presence. And there's many, many, many facets of that. And so uh, I think that that's what's being spoken of when we see the coming of the Lord. But then the end of the age, what's going to be the sign of the end of the age? And the way that that's phrased, you can sort of read it that way. Well, that's where we are today. We're at the end. We've seen the uh, seven seals opening, broken, they open the document. When that occurs, there's uh, trumpets that are there, okay? And so these seven trumpets are blown. Now, out of the seventh trumpet uh, comes some bows, and we'll see that in future episodes. But I want you to see what happens when the seventh trumpet is blown, the seventh angel. If you remember the last episode in Revelation 11, 14, it says the second woe is past. Behold, the third woe is coming. Remember, there was the eagle flying in mid heaven that cried out, "Woe, woe, woe!" Uh, speaking of the fifth, sixth, and seventh trumpet. So here's the seventh trumpet, the fifteenth verse of Revelation chapter eleven. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, "The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord." and his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. And I think that's uh, when, when the disciples were saying, when will these things occur? What will be the sign of your coming again and the end of the age? Here it says, the kingdom of the world has now become the kingdom of our Lord. This age, this time when uh, man was in dominion over things, <clears throat> when Satan had come and deceived man, that has come to the end. And now is the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. Now what he does, and we'll see this later, is that he starts pouring forth these bowls, which is... Um, 
we have, I think the trumpets are the day of the Lord, the judgment of the Lord, but the bows are his real judgment, okay? And you'll see how they purify and what they do uh, when, we, when we, we read those passages. But here you see that there is a, something has changed, and I believe this was being spoken of. So he says, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever, verse 16. And the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying. So here's what the 24 elders are saying, the ones that are bound before the Lord face first. We give you thanks, O Lord our God, the Almighty, who are and who were, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. So we see more about this transference of power, more of this transition. Verse 18, and the nations were enraged. Now, this is still the 24 elders saying this. And the nations were enraged, and your wrath came, and the time came for the dead to be judged, and the time to reward your bondservants, the prophets and the angels and those, I mean the saints, and those who fear your name, the small and the great, and to destroy those who destroy the earth. So we see that they're actually proclaiming that the time has come for some things. The nations are enraged. Your wrath has come. The time for the dead to be judged is here. The time for your bondservants to be rewarded. Who are the bondservants? It says the prophets and the saints and those who fear your name. That's an interesting little phrase right there. Prophets and saints and those who fear your name. The small and the great. And then he says, the time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. So you see that the time of judgment has come. Let me read the last verse here, Revelation 11. This is verse 19. So as soon as those 24 elders say this, we have this. And the temple of God, which is in heaven, was opened. And the ark of his covenant appeared in his temple. And there were flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder and an earthquake, and a great hailstorm. <laughs> you know, I've got a lot more questions about that particular verse than I do answers. And when you, in that kind of situation, you just stick with what the facts are, then you keep digging, you keep looking. We see the temple of God, it says, which is in heaven <clears throat> was open. So it's a temple of God in heaven, and it was opened up so John could see it. And the ark of his covenant appeared and his temple. People often want to know, well, where's the Ark of the Covenant? Is it here on earth? Is it here? Is it there? Well, here undoubtedly it says the Ark of his Covenant appeared in his temple. So it's there. Uh, is this the same Ark of the Covenant that we see back in the time of Moses and that the children of Israel had? We know that the one that was here upon earth is a form of and a picture of that one which is in heaven. But does that mean that it's a literal picture? Is the one in heaven looks exactly like this? Or is it that the one that's here on earth is representative of what is in heaven? And could it be that the Ark of the Covenant that's in heaven is something different than what was here on earth? Some picture. I don't know, but there's some intriguing things related to that. But then when it says, and there were flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunders and an earthquake and a great hailstorm. I'm making the assumption that those things happen upon the earth. The scene that he sees is in the temple of God, which is in heaven. 
the lightning sounds and peals of thunders. Yeah, perhaps that's happening around the throne. But the earthquake and a great hailstorm? Yeah, I would think that that would have to be happening on the earth. So John's in the midst of this, and he sees all this stuff happening. We've seen the seals broken. We've seen the trumpets blow. We see now, according to what it says here, that the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. We see now the total reigning of the Lord. He's about to continue the days of his wrath, the days of his purification, the days of his judgment, and preparing the time to where we will be with him for all eternity. It's a very exciting thing. It really is. Well, anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. Take all this before the Lord. See what he tells you. I'll see you again next time.